Welcome to the Brunch and Slay podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration. Well, we remember that if she can, I can, we all can. I'm your host, Amira Sain, founder of Brunch and Slay, a lifestyle brand created to inspire women to live their best lives every day. Sustain, rescue, soothe, renew, and defend your skin with Blissoma. I found a skincare line that improves my complex skin challenges in a holistic way. Blissoma's toxin-free products, healthy ingredients, and ethical business practices make it easy for me to support them. After using their products, I found a new respect for the sacred relationship between plants and people. Blissoma is cutting-edge chemistry meets traditional herbal knowledge. Their commitment to use carefully sourced, premium, raw, organic botanical ingredients makes me feel good about pampering my skin. I partner with Blissoma to offer you 20% off of their products. Use the code BRUNCH, that's B-R-U-N-C-H, at checkout to lock in your discount. Check out Blissoma.com, that's B-L-I-S-S-O-M-A.com where the most radiant beauty is rooted in balance. Y'all, I want you to know that today we have Miss Cheryl Woods on the show. Now that name, if you are in the realm of being a badass woman, right? And you are speaking and you are creating and you were attending prior to COVID that you know who Cheryl Woods is. If you don't, get your pen and paper ready and your listening ears on because she's going to drop way more gems than I can name in this pretty show, right? But just speaking with her made my life better that day, right? She's one of those women who has that contagious personality and she is 11 time best-selling author, right? She's been on pretty much every platform and featured on every TV show you can think of. Having her to the show really reminds me of why we should always be learning and always be surrounding ourselves around people who are doing it better than we are and where we want to be. So as you listen to today's show, I want you to know that Cheryl too started at the bottom, right? She started from nothing and created something great. And I know a lot of times, especially right now, when we are on this emotional roller coaster trying to figure out just life, let alone what to do with the time that we have on our hands while we're sheltering in place for the most part, because yes, the world is open quite a bit, but a lot of us are still doing the right thing and not going too far left, right? We are figuring out ways to take a trip if we need to, uh, eating well, doing those things, but we still are dialed back quite a bit so as you're at home and you're doing self-reflection you're trying to figure out what's next for you and which path to go down i think this episode will really resonate with you so listen to the end too because shell is giving away freebies for a bunch of slate listeners so don't tell me that you missed it you won't want to miss it prepare to get your life and listen and make sure you share what resonates with you because i really want to know what part of the show you're loving talk to you soon and enjoy the episode Hello, welcome back. She's not only a best-selling author, she is a top feature speaker. I'm talking about speaking for the FBI, the United Nations, and NASA. Yes, she's captivated all of those audiences and more. 
You've seen her on ABC, Forbes, Essence, Huffington Post, and now you get to hear her on the Brunch and Slave podcast. Help me welcome Dr. Cheryl Wood, also known as Cheryl Empowers to the show. Hey, Cheryl. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm finally here. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Yes, let's toot that horn. I'm excited, man. I've been watching you kill it and and change and transition all over the internet for years now. So I am excited to have you. And I cannot believe you have 11 best-selling books. Man, let's just stop and give that a pause and give that the respect that it's due. <laughs> I can't either. <laughs> I'm you like, know, when did I when did I squeeze that in in between nurturing a marriage and raising three kids? When did oh, I squeeze girl. that in? <laughs> I want to know, especially with raising three kids, because I'm holding on by a thread with this one powerhouse I got over here, and I need I need all the help and vibes that I can get from a pro. Okay, right. <laughs> so eleven. Let's talk about that. So when did that start? Let's go back because I know there's folks who are listening who are like 11, okay, I am barely getting this one paragraph out a day that I promised myself I would do in 2020, right? So yeah. take me back to that first book and what really gave you the push to get on out and, and get it done? Yes, the first book, I remember it's this pink book. It has a beautiful pink, bright pink cover and it's called How I Flatlined and Woke Up in 45 Days. And it was supposed to have that effect, like the dun-dun-dun type of effect, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and really, it was symbolic of me feeling like I had been existing in life for so long and not fully living it that I had literally lost my heartbeat in life. And I decided to take that step and put what I was feeling into a book because I knew that there had to be women who had, were feeling like I felt, that they were just moseying through the everyday hustle and bustle trying to figure out what their purpose was, not quite there yet. And I wanted to give them these 45 days of empowering thoughts because everything starts in our mind, empowering thoughts that they could wake up and read and, and allow to sink into their spirits and their soul for the day so that they could develop the courage and tenacity to say, I'm going to go after that dream, regardless of what's, what I don't have going for me, regardless of what I have going against me, regardless of the people who are saying I can't, I know that I can if I fuel my mind with the right stuff. And so I remember that that was in 2010 because I actually kickstarted my business, which was first a t-shirt business before I ever started speaking. I launched that in 2009. And the very next year I said, you know what, if I'm going to, if I'm really going to do this thing, people believe that people who have books are experts because they're like, well, if you wrote a book about it, you must know what you're talking about. And I wanted to be that person. So I said, I took the time. I said, okay, I'm going to take these thoughts, the same things I'm telling myself, the mantras, those power thoughts, and I'm just going to put them in a book. Man, that, that book right there did better than a lot of my other books because people really need those empowering thoughts. So I remember it like it was yesterday. And from that moment forward, I've written a book every single year. Some of those books have been anthology books where I allow other women to share their voice. But nonetheless, I have spearheaded some book project at least once every year ever since then. Man, so you're like the Mariah Carey of book dropping, right? You know how, she, <laughs> you know how my, my beloved Mariah used to drop an album every single year. That's, that's some serious commitment. Yes, yes. And, and, I, and I think when you believe in what you're teaching and what you're sharing in the world, that's where that commitment comes from. Because it's not like it's an easy task. It's, it's very tedious. It's time consuming. You got to have a specific time frame. But when you're committed to your voice in the world and the way that you can touch other people's lives, that's what that's what drives that commitment. 
Mm, I love that. And see, I, that's one of the things too. I kind of wanted to talk about that with you because you've trained thousands of women at this point and show them how to unleash the power of their voice, right? And I, I know that a lot of times we as people who kind of, it's in our, it's, it's, it's a part of our DNA. It's how we were made was to help others, right? So you knew it. You knew that you had to share that because other people need it. How did you deal with whatever the little naysayer in your head was that says, who are you to motivate women? Who are you to empower these women to begin speaking and sharing their voice? How did you shut that, that little demon down? Well, you all up in my business. Because, hey, this uh, is what this is about. We got to know because <laughs> we battle. This is real, right? These are real things that we go through when we're trying to activate our purpose. So, yeah, and I, yeah. I, I love that you bring that question up because that is a real factor. I mean, people sometimes look at like my chapter 10. I'm in, I'm in my chapter 10 right now and it's so sexy. You know, oh, she, <laughs> you know, she just spoke for NASA, FBI, yeah. all these amazing places. That's great. But it didn't start there. Yeah. I, in fact, I grew up in poverty as a young girl. I grew up in an inner city housing project called Lafayette Projects up in Baltimore, Maryland. So I really saw like the worst parts of life. I saw drug addiction. I saw people who sold drugs on every other corner every day that I came out of my house just to go to school. Um, teenage pregnancy, people who were so beneath the poverty line, they could barely put food on the table for their kids. And so when you're in that space, you do start to develop a whole lot of head trash because you're thinking to yourself, how can I be around so much scarcity and poverty and lack and yet think that I'm ever going to be a giant in the world, a leader or an influencer? You don't. And you're typically taught when you're in there, those impoverished neighborhoods, you're taught that you're going to be just another statistic. Mm -hmm. So when I did finally get out of that neighborhood uh, and I grew up and graduated high school and it was time for me to enter my adult life, number one, I didn't go off to college. I didn't go off for four years of higher learning and self-discovery. I went straight from high school into the workforce so that I could get out of poverty and help my mother get out of poverty. Well, that added even more head trash on as I decided to become a leader because it was like, okay, look at all of these strikes you have against you. You grew up in poverty. You came from nothing. You come from a single parent household. Your daddy was an alcoholic. You don't have enough letters behind your name that says you're qualified. So when I tell you that whole space of getting out of my own head and re reestablishing and re-engineering the thoughts that I was fueling myself with was a process. It was a real process. And what I had to do was face the fact that I had toxic thinking, that I was my own worst toxic friend. And then I had to catch myself in the midst of the thinking every time. Like that's, that's a whole lot of intentionality. Oh, absolutely. So when, when I would catch myself, I would disconnect and unplug from the conversation. I'm like, nope, nope, let's reframe this. Let's turn this into something else. And it was literally over the course of months and months and months, reframing and re-engineering what I was saying to myself that allowed me to get to a place where I finally believed that even with everything I felt I was lacking, that I was still good enough to be a giant in the world. You know, I love that you said, and you were so honest and say it was, you started with you. I think a lot of times we forget that we are the person who is the author of our destiny and we are able to activate whatever we want with our power of our thought. And a lot of people sleep on that, right? We just limited, especially as, as a black community, we limited to prayer on Sundays or at night before you go to bed, but redirecting that thought. And, and I love that you talked about that because that's something I share. And I even teach my daughter that I'm like, Hey, if you find yourself in a funk, what is it? You know, you don't like that feeling. So change that feeling. Think about a happy thought because yeah. it's, it's literally about 
what you seek is seeking you. If you keep pouring trash into your thought process, it's only going to keep get more trash, right? That's it. What, what you put in is what you get out. And, and it's just like a bank account. Whatever you deposit is what you're going to be able to withdraw. So mm. if you are depositing crap and you're depositing garbage and toxic thinking, that's all you're going to have to withdraw. And so that's not going to serve you well on your journey to success and your journey to greatness and becoming the best version of yourself. Right. Now, I know right now, you know, we are in strange times, right? We are in a, it's a different, I, I, I am choosing to find all the goodness I can find about isolation, right? I am choosing to, to get things done and not over, not overachiever, not that crazy lady. You know what I mean? I'm not out here trying to run a marathon, but I am adapting. So over these last nine weeks, what have, what has changed about you? What, what have you learned about yourself that you want to share with others? I have learned that I'm a bad mamma jamma. Oh, Uh-oh. she's a bad mamma jamma. You got to let me, I should have cued that in. I wish I had known you were going to say it. <laughs> I, you know, I have just been reminded of the level of tenacity that I possess in my spirit. Um, when I want something, I'm going to get it. And nobody's going to stop me from getting it. So even in this time, one of the things I remind my clients is that buying and selling is still happening. The only question is, are you just a consumer or are you a creator and a producer? Mm-hmm. And so that's the question I had to ask myself. Cheryl, are you going to allow COVID-19 to put you out of business and take you out of business that you've worked for 10 years to build? Or are you going to shift and pivot and be the bad mamma jamma that you've been in the past to get to where you are. And I chose the latter. I'm going to be that bad mamma jamma and I'm going to shift and I'm going to pivot and I'm going to do whatever is necessary. So basically before COVID-19, I was always on a plane, train, automobile, flying somewhere to somebody's event to speak. Well, now there aren't any live stages, but that doesn't mean I don't get to have a stage. Mm -hmm. My stage now is just virtual. It's Mm -hmm. podcasts, it's webinars, it's virtual courses. Anything that I can do to still serve my community of passionate, ambitious women entrepreneurs is what I'm going to do. And you, so you have to just be creative. I've been more creative than I've ever been because I have more time to be creative. Yeah. So I've been, I've been creating stuff left and right. I'm like, oh, there go another idea. Oh, <laughs> another good idea. I mean, I've been going to bed at like three in the morning. Girl, yes. I, I'm a Gen Xer. I'm 46 years old with three kids. I don't go, I don't go to bed at 3 a.m. Right, mama need her sleep. What are y'all <laughs> talking about? <laughs> So for these past, these past eight, nine weeks, I'm up till three in the morning. Then I'm back up at eight. Like okay. I just got that fire in my belly again, like I did when I first started business. And I love everything about it. Yes. And you know what? That's the beautiful thing about the gift that it keeps on giving for me. I counted out joy with this show because just even being able to have this 30, 40 minutes with you and hearing that excitement just adds fuel to my fire, right? You, when we surround ourselves around people who see that, like you're choosing to see that silver lining, you know, we can sit here and we can mope around and we can be in a funk. You can give yourself that for a minute. We all have our moments, right? We all have our frustrations, but we're choosing to make, make the best and come out better than what we, we were before. And whenever in our lifetime are we going to have this again, this much exactly. time, right? And, there, and there's a quote that I live by. And the quote says, you never get what you deserve. You only get what you demand. And so if you're this brilliant woman in business, but you're waiting for the world to give you something, you are going to be waiting. It does not matter what's happening. It doesn't matter what's happening in the world, what's happening in the the world economy. You've got to be responsible for your own economy, which means you have to be creative. You have to be resourceful. You have to be visible and you got to be consistent. 
So show up, speak up and follow up over and over and over again, even in the virtual space during a pandemic. And I promise you will not only survive COVID-19 as a business owner, you will thrive as a business owner. Now, 10 years in and, and longer, because we know you've been building, you've been building share all your whole life, right? Right. So are you still dreaming? You know, that, that becomes, I think that I know in my career at one point, I got to a point where I had this long list of dreams I wanted. And there came a point when I accomplished all those things and I was stagnant for years and I could not figure out what to chase, what to dream, what to build. And I wonder a lot from successful women, is that something everybody experiences? Like, what are you still dreaming about? Like, what is that? Are you, do you even still have those big dreams at this point? Oh yeah, absolutely. So, but I, I love that you are so transparent and sharing that sometimes we do get stuck because I've gotten stuck. I mean, I've, I've gotten to a point where I'm like, man, I feel like I've just plateaued. Almost like when you go to the gym and you're like, I've been doing the same exercise for the last, you know, six months. Okay. I don't know <laughs> what else to do. I don't know what to do next. Yeah. And, and I, I experienced the same thing every, every so often. I'm just like, okay, I feel like I'm banging my head on the wall trying to figure out what's the next thing. But I, I find that that's the time when you need to get quiet and get still. And when you get quiet and you get still, that's when you give yourself an opportunity to have things divinely downloaded to you. Like what you're really supposed to be doing next, what that next big vision is. But most of us are so busy ripping and running and we looking at what everybody else is doing and we chasing what everybody else is doing and saying, well, it looked good on her. So maybe I should try that. And instead of getting quiet and still, so we can't even receive the download. We can't even hear the download. So that's why for me, COVID-19 has been so powerful because I've been able to sit my butt down somewhere and be quiet and be still. And with that, oh my goodness, yeah, I'm dreaming all kind of big dreams. I literally just launched a new women's membership two days ago. And I said, hey, I'm looking for like a hundred ladies to join me as just as the launch for my founding members. When I tell you we got 150 women who already have signed on board and more are coming every day, that was two days ago. Mm, so yeah. people are yearning, women are yearning, people are looking for information and content. Again, the question goes back to, are you going to be just a consumer? Because I promise you, all of us are buying something right now during COVID. I bought so much makeup, uh, so much makeup. <laughs> <laughs> I bought stuff I didn't even think I was going to use. I, I done bought so much make makeup and I done signed up for so many classes and courses. So people are still buying. It's just a question of, are you creating and producing so they can buy from you? No, I love it. And I, I think you're so right. The quietness, you guys who listen to the show all the time, you know you hear that all the time from the folks who are out here inspiring you. I didn't find my why until I got quiet. And and I had to force myself. And I literally, in my heart, feel like this is creating a whole new wave of meditators because they've heard it for years and then they had nothing else to do. And I love, and this is on the side note, like Audible right now. If you're an Audible person, they are giving out nighttime meditations like crazy from all these people from Diddy to Gabby Bernstein, everybody. And I feel like these are like little nuggets, almost like what Oprah and Deepak did of bringing in new people and making meditation easily and accessible. Uh, and, and, and not intimidating. So if you haven't tried it already, you hear, you heard Cheryl, you hear me, you hear pretty much everybody who comes on this show talk about the power of getting still. So y'all do it, do it, do it. Now, Cheryl, man, you are passionate about helping women find their power in their story. And I know that's your, that's your jam and that's what you do. What are two tips you have for women right now who are already know that they have a, a story that needs to be shared. 
how do they kind of narrow down what parts to share or how to dive deep? Yeah, I think first of all, give yourself permission to know that somebody is waiting on what you're sitting on, right? Like all of us are sitting on a very unique story and a unique perspective based on something we've experienced in our lives that is unique to us because of how we live through that experience, how we push through the experience. And so give yourself that permission and don't wait on anybody else to, to validate that your story is good enough. So I think start there. And then I think the next most important thing is simply to say, what is the most profound life transforming story that I am willing to retell, relive and repeat for somebody else's healing? So a lot of times we're hoarding this vast array of knowledge from lessons that we've learned from mess that we've been through. So if you're a woman and you're breathing, you've been through some mess. <laughs> so, so the question becomes, how powerful do you want to make that mess? Because you're already on the other side of it. You've come through the trauma, the drama, the turmoil, the pain. But now there's another woman somewhere in the world who is in the midst of the pain. And you got to remember, you got to have empathy for when you were in the fetal position, curled up, balled up, crying, praying to God for an answer, and you got your answer, now you're on the other side, how dare you keep it to yourself? So really it's about tapping into making your life and your story bigger than you and understanding that you owe it to yourself to share it with someone. And what you need to do is identify what's the brand story that's gonna connect to my brand, to what I believe in, to what I teach and to the audience that I teach it to. What's that most powerful, most transformational story? And again, that I'm willing to retell, relive and repeat for like the next 30 years. Because if you look at the gurus, you know, Lisa Nichols is one of my speaker coaches. I know her story. We all know her brand story of not having enough money in the bank to buy Pampers. So she had to wrap her son Jelani in towels for two days. Why do we know that story? Because she's been telling it for the past 25 years. Why do we know Les Brown's story of being Miss Mamie Brown, baby boy? Because he's been, <laughs> right? <laughs> he been telling the same story for 40 years. Yeah. So you have to identify a signature story, a brand story that will start to speak for you before you ever walk in the room and that will resonate so deeply with the target audience that you're trying to reach that they will become your loyal fans and followers and your customers. Oh, excellent advice. Now, of course, I got to ask this because especially in this time, I've seen so many uh, posts of people who people, number one, are afraid to ask for money uh -huh. and they are afraid to price themselves where they need to be priced. And as women, that's something that we often struggle with. That's why we have, you know, wage discrimination and inequalities that we, you know, talk about every Women's History Month and equal pay and all those great things. But when it comes to monetizing uh, as a speaker or as a author or, or whatever the case may be, how do you suggest people get okay with releasing those numbers and just owning it? Because I know that's a tightrope a lot of women walk. Yeah. I mean, I think remembering that whenever you speak on any stage, whether it's a virtual stage or a live stage, once we come out of COVID-19, I think it's just remembering that when you speak, that is your introduction to someone else's transformation. And they can't get the transformation if they don't take the next step. So I call it an NSI. What is your next step invitation after they hear you speak? Because when you get on, on stage and you share this powerful message, you're sharing with someone what's possible on the other side of a pain that they're currently sitting in. 
And so they're looking for a solution, but some people have more, a greater sense of urgency than other people, and they want the answer right now. So it is never fair of anyone to get on a stage, to speak, to give people hope, belief, influence them to believe that, oh, what I'm experiencing now, I don't have to stay in this pain. And then you walk away, slam the door and like, hey, good luck with that. I hope it works out. So you owe it to every audience that you speak to, to say, here's what I've introduced you to. So that's your power zone. When you're on the stage giving the speech and you're, you're feeling amazing and they're feeling excited and maybe they're crying in the audience or whatever's happening, that experience, that's the power zone that you're in. But as a speaker, you go into profit zone once they go into transformation. So once you step foot off the stage and you say, here's how you can be ushered into the thing that I promised you you could have on stage through this course, through this webinar, through this training, through this coaching, through this mastermind, whatever it is you're going to offer, and they say yes, and they swipe the check, the, the credit card, or they write the check, and they make the payment, now that becomes the beginning of their transformation, but it puts you into profit zone. So as long as you always have a NSI, a next step invitation for people, you will always be a profitable speaker and business owner. Well, I have been one busy lady, y'all. I have been working on a project and finally it's live. As you know, I started Brunch and Slay as a event pop-up series that totally morphed into what it is today. Along the way, I'd work with brands and they'd contact me and say, hey, we want to connect with you. We want to get in front of that audience. And lo and behold, it became a business. Y'all, I have not been very vocal about starting it because I didn't know what the heck I wanted it to be. But I'm here to tell you that BAS Media is here to stay. We are an extension of Brunch and Slay. We're an agency for folks just like you. I have decided that I am going to use all the years of marketing and sales background I have to help small businesses build and win. That's right. BASmedia.net is where you can find out all the information about how we help leverage all that you have as a small business to get you on the right path to become a big business. Everything from building your website to local design, brand audits, and even social media management. All under one umbrella, all at affordable costs and rates because I too am a small business and I know the challenges I had when it came time to find resources, people to help us, and even people to publicize us. And we have it all at one place. Head on over to BASmedia.net. Be inspired. Excellent advice, y'all. Oh my gosh. So, you know, as you've grown over these last 10 years and in your lifetime, right? I want to know, because this is something that I, I, I know that we all have to figure out. What do you do with your nose? Because everybody's not saying yes from day one. Where do those yeah. nose go? In the trash can. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll be honest. When I first started, yes, nose were so hard for me to take because my mindset wasn't correct about it. So I took it as a personal rejection. What I've learned over the course of this 10-year journey is that no just means next opportunity. You've got to get through a certain number of no's before you get to the yeses. So if you're not willing to get through the no's, how do you ever get to the person that, it could be that one person in the audience, that one person on the webinar who is waiting on you to extend that offer so that they can get their transformation. So again, it's about making everything about your business bigger than you. 
I have to keep showing up. I have to keep pressing through the no. I can't afford to get crushed by the no. And then I need three days to recover from one person telling me no. Like I have to keep going because the one person who is waiting to say yes is not going get, to get to say yes to me if I don't keep showing up. So I had to learn how not to be crushed by the word no, how to see it as just a next opportunity to go to the next person. And also I'll say this, I had to learn that I have to meet people where they are right now. And everybody is not in a position to say yes today. Um, I mentioned a little bit earlier that I have coached with Lisa Nichols, right? So I did a VIP day with Lisa. I flew out to Calabasas, California. It was just her and I in a conference room at her office. And, I, and I'm here on the East Coast. So, you know, that took a couple extra days. I had, to, I had to take a day to get there, a day to get back home, and then the day of the VIP day, right? So that investment, that was an investment of $40,000. Mm. Yes, I said $40,000, 40K for yeah. the people in the back who didn't hear. <laughs> <laughs> and that was for her and I to be in a room and me to have seven hours of her just laser focused time on me and my brand and my growth. That was in 2017, three years ago. But I met Lisa in 2011. When I met her in 2011, my coins was not in a place where I could invest $40,000 to go and have a VIP day with her. As much as I adored her and admired her and had looked at all of her stuff from afar and watched the videos and came to some of her live events, I still could not invest at that level. But seven years later, everything had shifted about my business, about the revenue I was bringing in, the level of profitability and my profit margins, everything shifted and I was in a position. So I think taking that and realizing that sometimes people are saying no because they're not in the position to say yes. It doesn't mean it's a permanent no, it might just be a temporary no. Yes, and, and that legacy and that leap of faith led you to something that you created to pour into people's speaker con. Yes, absolutely. And actually before SpeakerCon, I had already been doing a, a, a annual conference, women's conference, and it was called Playtime is Over because that's something that I, <laughs> that's I, something that I tell myself all the time. Like if, I'm, if I feel like I'm slipping or I'm slacking, I'm like, look, Cheryl, Playtime is over. You better get up and do this webinar. You better get up and sell this thing that you're selling, right? So I did a conference around it and I did that conference for four years and we would have you know, 200, 300 women who would come from all across the world to come to that conference. But sometimes you get to a place where you know it's time for a shift. Mm -hmm. You know that this thing has run its course and whatever it was meant to accomplish, it has accomplished. And that's how I felt four years in. And there were people who were like, no, you can't stop doing it. And oh my God, you gotta at least do a fifth year. And I'm like, I ain't gotta do nothing <laughs> <laughs> except show up in my brilliance and my greatness and execute on the divine things God has downloaded to me. That's all I have to do. And so I decided to pivot. And I pivoted into SpeakerCon because I wanted to really make sure that before I leave this, this world, whenever that, that is, right, God, hopefully I'm, it's going to be when I'm 125 years old. Yes. But I want to make sure that whatever my unique lane of brilliance was in the world, that it is felt very, very powerfully. And that I connect everything I believe in, in terms of helping women and especially women entrepreneurs to unleash the power of their voice and to take ownership of their story, that I am solidifying that at every possible way that I can. And so the conference just became, it became almost a no brainer to do speaker con. And, and ironically, I researched it for about a year before I ever launched it because I couldn't believe it didn't exist. There is literally a con for everything. There's a cookie con, there is, there's, right? There's Comic-Con, there's a t-shirt con. And I just kept saying, 
are you kidding me? There's no convention for speak public speakers who speak into people's lives for us to gather and be edified and sharpen each other. That can't, can't be possible. That doesn't exist. But after doing about a year of research, it didn't exist. And I said, well, I'm going to blaze a trail and I'm going to launch it and see what happens. Oh my God. It was so much more than I ever anticipated, but that was because I allowed myself to get quiet. I allowed myself to be still. I invested in my own growth because all of us get to a point where we've learned what we can learn on our own. And then we need somebody else pouring into us, somebody who's 20, 30 steps ahead of us. So I had done all the steps, invested in myself, got still, got quiet, listened, and was willing to pivot in a new direction, even though it was scary because it was a next level for me. Man, that, that's some serious stuff. And I, I know a lot of times when we've done something and it's been successful, and we, our spirit knows it's time to let it go. We yeah. talk about that big pivot all the time on the show. And we want to be, we're afraid maybe our tribe won't follow, they won't understand, or maybe we'll be starting over. But that's the whole point of this, right? We're stretching ourselves, we're, we're, we're supposed to grow. And I know that can be challenging. So now that you have SpeakerCon and you are out there, you know, just doing it, right? You just launched your membership. What's next? Just continuing to touch lives all around the world. One of my big goals is to always make sure that, so here's my expression. As women entrepreneurs, we owe it to ourselves to stop fishing in the local pond and fish in the global ocean. Oh, yes. Because so many times we get stuck just, you know, fishing for people in our backyard and our own city and state. Uh, nope. Hashtag get on an airplane. Once we come out of, <laughs> once we come out of COVID, like. Or train on, a boat, you know, whatever. Boat, yes. <laughs> like go somewhere outside of your own backyard because there's so many women entrepreneurs who feel like, oh my God, well, I'm not magnetizing the clients that I want and I can't find anybody to invest in what I'm offering. That's because you looking in 20735 or 20774, whatever yeah. your zip code is, yeah. instead of casting your net wider to a global ocean. So for the past four years, I've been casting my net wider to a global audience. So last year um, in May, I got the opportunity to host my first international women's conference in Paris, France. Now, I didn't know anybody in Paris. I had never been to Paris and I didn't speak French. However, I believe in being the person who blazes new trails and pushes myself outside of my comfort zone because that's where my growth lies. That's where the greatest version of Cheryl lies is when I'm pushing myself and challenging myself. And, and if it doesn't scare you, it can't possibly grow you. So I got to make sure I'm doing things that scare me so that I'm always in a, in a season of growth. And then I become that much more valuable to the customers that I get to serve. Um, yeah. And so this year was supposed to be Dubai, but of course with COVID, we're not able to do that. But I, I look forward to next year jumping right back on the global bandwagon. So last year was Paris, France. The year before that, I was in South Africa speaking to college kids at a local university in Pretoria, South Africa. The year before that, I was in India. The year before that, I was in UK. So really over the past several years, it's been all about global expansion. And I just look forward to continuing to expand globally. And I'm even doing that now virtually, but I definitely look forward to continuing that in a live setting once we're kind of back to some level of norm. All right, so Cheryl, there's someone listening right now. You are literally their Lisa Nichols, right? They hear you. They've been following you. And maybe the time hasn't been right. Or it has been. Maybe they're already in your groups. What do you want to say to them? What, because they're, they're listening and they want to know how to get to what their next level is. What advice or what wisdom can you pass on to them? I'm going to share a quote that I love by Tony Robbins, who was a motivational guru. I think we all probably know who he is. And his quote says, 
a real decision is measured by the fact that you've taken a new action. And if there is no new action, you have not truly decided. So what I'm gonna encourage you to do is take action towards whatever the next level of greatness looks like for you from where you are right now. Do not just sit on it. Don't just think about it and wish for it and hope somebody hands it to you because that's not gonna happen. You have to be intentional and strategic about taking consistent and decisive action that aligns you with the life that you truly love and that you, the goals that you wanna manifest. So always remember that you are enough you are capable, you are worthy just as you are. And I want you to get out into the world and I want you to be the giant that you're destined to be. Oh, that's beautiful. Now, as you go along your journey and you continue to, to bang out this virtual world and kill it, which is obviously ordering your steps for like the next 15 years of international and global domination, <laughs> uh, what vibes and prayers can we send your way to support you? That's a great question. Um, I think I would say just pray that I'm, I'm in a space, I'm blessed to be in a space where my ego never gets bigger than my message. Mm. And I say that because I have witnessed firsthand what popularity and some level of celebrity and some level of fame, if you will, and increased money, I've witnessed firsthand the yucky things that can do to people. And I never want to become that. I always want to make sure that I have a spirit of gratitude. I always want to make sure that as I grow in my mindset, in my impact, and in my money, that I am using it to elevate others and not just using it for my own selfish gain. So I would say just pray. Just pray that God continues to bless me with a spirit of humility and with a spirit of gratitude so that I am able to really be a servant leader. Oh, that's beautiful. And you're such a giver that you're giving something away to the listeners today, aren't you? Aren't you sharing something with the Brunch of Slate tribe? I am. I had to try. I was like, I don't know what to give. Should I give this? Or should I give this? Like, I, <laughs> she I got so know. much. She got so much. Got so much. Goes, give right. it all. Like. <laughs> I, I'm going to give them two things. I'm going to give them, and you, you can pick which one you want, or you can get both of them. So if you go to my website, CherylEmpowers.com, because we've talked about the importance of owning your story, and really sharing that to elevate someone else's life and transform somebody else's life, there is actually a template on my website, completely free, and it's called a signature story template. For those of you who need help getting started in mapping out what your signature story really is, the one that you're gonna retell, repeat, and relive. So you can go there for that. The second gift is because we're in a virtual space right now, again, it doesn't mean that you can't still touch lives globally, and it doesn't mean that you can't generate revenue. So I created this uh, little ebook which is 28 power tips for hosting a seamless webinar. And if you text the word webinars with plural with an S on the end, webinars to 313131, you'll be able to get that free gift. Those are some excellent tools. I mean, that's like the foundation right there, y'all. You ready to speak? You want to get that webinar? You just got your life. Thank you, Cheryl. Absolutely. <laughs> now this Saturday, Cheryl, you can brunch with anybody in the world, dead or alive. Who are you brunching with? Oh, that's such a good question. I am going to brunch with Michelle Obama. So I already had the privilege of meeting her in person. Um, I went to her becoming book tour mm -hmm. and girl, I paid that three grand so that I could just go and meet her, shake her hand, touch her and take a picture. Yeah. And so I felt like that was the beginning of our connection. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's my yes. dream, right? Yes. yes. And that I believe one day I will be sitting in a room with her, but not just listening. I will actually be conversing and be on a stage somewhere interviewing her potentially as well. 
Oh, I love it. And I'm sure you've seen Becoming on Netflix. That, oh, that's, that's yeah. like, a, that's in my new feel good folder, right? Because the book already resonated with me, right? Because I love the story of her growing up in that small space and overcoming and everything her family did to make sure that their family was whole. Yes. And, and then seeing her, and I knew, we all knew as, as strong women that that man couldn't have got anywhere without her, right? We, lo- <laughs> we, love, we love our former president, but let's just be real. We also know what our foundation is, and, and Michelle did that, right? <laughs> yeah, I love that. And I, and I love how the documentary showed that she kept a strong sense of self mm-hmm. um, along the journey, that she didn't want to lose who she was in the, you know, kind of in the background of everything that her husband was. And yes. I think that's important, uh, an important lesson for us as women. Yes, there were so many things, so many beautiful things. Yeah. And y'all have to watch it if you haven't seen it already. But I love that he compared them to J, J and B. Like, come yeah. on, come on, come okay. on, Barack. Look, look, I got to tell you, when I, so I went to see her at, in D.C. I was on the second row. I had the opportunity to meet her, take my photo, do all that stuff. Well, that was the one stop that he came out. We didn't know he was going to be there. So at the end, at the very end, before they closed down the show, he comes out on stage. When I tell you I've never screamed so hard in my life. And so he started singing the little Jay-Z Yeah, <laughs> so you were there. Oh my gosh, how awesome. I, oh yes, I was there on the second row. In fact, I live streamed the entire event. It's somewhere on my Facebook page. Wow. Yeah, it was amazing. Wait a minute. I thought you might want to know about what's happening next week. Juggling all these things. And when I think about it, Amira, I subscribe to there's no diet that works for everybody. So nutrition is personal, right? We are born with different DNA for a reason. So if you think about that, it goes without saying that our nutritional journey will also look different. Hmm. So we just focus on what works for you and your body to obtain optimal health. And that starts with the basics. How marvelous is that? See, that's why that resonated with me. I was supposed to talk about that with you. <laughs> See, I feel like I was there. I'm like one, one degree of separation removed, man. Exactly. <laughs> well, Cheryl, you know, your energy is everything. And I am sending nothing but joy and, a, and wishing more abundance than you could even possibly imagine, which I know is a lot. Uh, your way. Thank you so much for sharing your tips with us and for doing what you do for the women out here who are wanting to thrive and and share their voice thank you thank you thank you for this platform i love everything about it i love everything about your energy and this is what it's about women supporting women loving on each other and iron sharpening iron so thank you for having me yeah yeah and remember guys that no matter what if she can i can you all can we all can this is brunch and slay. Bye.